Welcome to another inspirational podcast at Real Life Church. For more great content and updates, visit reallifechurchkc.com. Thank you so much for joining with us today, and welcome to Real Life Church Online. In this season, you might be wondering, where is God, and how can I trust Him in this season? Man, I've got good news for you. You've come to the right place, and if you're new with us, maybe you're part of our church, man, this season is so full of uncertainty, and today we're going to talk about how to trust God in this season. Somebody needs to hear this today, man, that God brought you here on purpose to watch this video. Man, God's presence is one prayer away. He is with you. He'll draw near to you as you draw near to him. And so this morning, we'll do, we'll take a couple of minutes and we're going to worship God through songs. And man, I love it when Paul and Silas, man, they were in prison. They were in a crisis. Man, what they did is they began to sing songs to God. And then we're just praying that the presence and the promises of God falls on you during these songs. We're going to have a little time to connect and there are a message straight for you about hope and how to trust God in this season. Come on, let's worship Jesus together. Let's fall into his promises. Let's relax in his spirit. And let's be refreshed in him today. Come on, let's give to Jesus. From beginning to the end All my life is in your hands This whole world may hold me down But it can never drown you out I'm not merely flesh I was made for something more Cause you are God, you're the great I am Breath of life, I breathe you in Even in the fire, I'm alive in you Cause you are strong in my brokenness Sovereign over every step Deserve 
deserve the glory. You deserve the glory. It's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives within me. Christ who lives within me. song and we are going to slow down and reflect on the names of God this morning, who God is, who his word says that he is. His name is a powerful name and at the name of Jesus, God's word says every knee will bow, every tongue will confess the goodness of our God. So let's worship together today to celebrate his beautiful, powerful, wonderful name. You are the word at the beginning, the one with God, the Lord most high. Your hidden glory in creation, now revealed in you are Christ. What a beautiful name it is. What a beautiful name it is, the name of Jesus Christ, my King. What a beautiful name it is, and nothing compares to this. What a beautiful name it is, the name of Jesus. didn't want heaven without us but Jesus you brought heaven down my sin was great your love was greater what could separate us now what a wonderful name 
that you have a beautiful name. We know that you are our Savior, our Redeemer, our Lord. You are our Father. You are our Dad. It is just such an honor and a privilege just to call out those many names to you. There's so many of us 
that just, we don't have anybody that we can turn to, anybody that we can rely on. We don't have a father figure here in this world that we know that we can trust all the time, but we know you are that, you are that individual, you are that God that we can always depend on. You never forsake us, you never leave us behind. And God, I just want to pray for somebody today. I know there's somebody out there online this 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 very day that is just wandering. They don't know their purpose. They don't know a direction. They're lost. This whole this whole COVID crisis just has them just spinning and they don't know where to turn and they feel like they're nameless. They don't know anybody that cares about them. And I want them to know that you care about them and we care about them. God, just I pray that they feel your presence this morning, that you that they feel your love, that they that they know that you have something great for them this very day. So God, we want to lift you up. We know that you are a hope dealer. You are one that changes lives. And we want to give you all the honor and praise and we lift you up and we pray all these things in Jesus name. Amen. Man, wherever you're at today, let's give God some praise. He is good God. He's a great God. He's the only one worthy of our praise. We are so excited for you to join us on a real life gathering today. I'm Barry. I'm just one of many people that get to serve at this great church every week. And we want to welcome you here, whether you're on the couch or the in the kitchen, just having, having uh, just a time of reflection and worship with your family. So it's so exciting for you to follow along. And if you're new with us, I want you to know that we are especially excited to have you guys with us today. And we want to connect with you. We want to make you feel at home. And there's two ways that you can do that. I want to encourage and invite you to fill out what we're going to call a digital communication card. And there's two ways to do that. The first one is to text RLNEW to 97000. Or in the comment section, there's going to be a link that pops up. And we want to connect with you. We'll have a team member that has a safe form for you, or this is a safe form for you to fill out. A team member is going to connect with you over the phone and their only goal is to make you feel welcome and encouraged. So I really want you guys to do that. It is going to be a great time just hanging out with you. Here's our mission at Real Life is to see people far from God find their real life and purpose in Jesus. And that is what we want for you. I don't care how far you are from God, how far you've been away. We want to be hope dealers in your life. We want to encourage you just to, just to come hang out and figure out what you have and what God has for you. And so we have something special for you. I want to invite you guys to something called a welcome party. And this is going to be a great time for you to come spend some time with Pastor Sean and Diane. And this is just a great time for you to hear our story and for us just to, just to hang out with you guys over a Zoom meeting. And so I don't know what you're at. Maybe you're new to us. You have questions. Again, you just want to know where we're at. Or maybe you're looking for a church home. What a great opportunity just to have a chill time. This is really organic. This is going to be just like hanging out, having coffee, or sitting around your kitchen table. And you can just hang out with Pastor Sean and Diane. So that's uh, tonight at 6 o'clock. Text RL Welcome, Or again, in the, in the comment section, there's going to be a link that pops up. And so we would just love to see you there, hang out with you. It is going to be a great time at 6 tonight. So would you guys pray with me one more time as we pray for God's presence on this gathering? God, we just come before you and we just pray for just a calming presence. God, we're just so, so distracted so many times with just the news and the politics and everything that just surrounds us. God, just help us to push that off to the side. Help us just to calm our hearts, calm our minds and just worship you this morning. God, we just thank you for who you are. And I just want to lift up the people that are listening this morning. I just pray that that they know that you're real, that you have something special for them today. And God, I just want to lift up every group of online believers this morning, whether they're at Restore Church or they're at South Haven or they're at Abundant Life. God, I just pray that your hand is on each one of these groups as they pray and they worship you today. What a great opportunity just as a community, as the kingdom, just to get together and just worship you because you are worthy. God, just thank you for who you are. Thank you for your resurrected son. Just thank you for everything that you do for us. And again, we lift up all these things in your name. 
Amen. So here's a great opportunity. I want you guys just to hang out. Find somebody in, in, the, in the chat room. Just say hi. Tell them how much you love them. Throw them some hearts. Throw them some love. We're so excited just to hang out. This is a great opportunity to say hi to somebody new, and we're excited for you. And here's Pastor Sean. He brings a great message, Hope in the Dark. Come on, say hi to somebody, show some love, maybe meet somebody new uh, above you. Um, just throw some love out there, say hi to somebody. Uh, man, we're so glad you've gathered with us today all across our community. And really, there's a handful of you that are gathered across the world with us today. And so we're excited you joined with us. So welcome to Parker Church. If you're new with us, I want to say a big welcome to you as well. Man, last week was an incredible week uh, here at our church. Man, a record number of, a, of attenders or viewers um, on a Sunday morning. Over 1,200 people watched um, and, and saw and got the hope of Jesus. Man, the part that was my favorite that excites me the most there were 60 people that were new with us, that connected with us, engaged with us. It's a chance for us to bring some hope to those people. I want to say thank you for all you guys that shared last week, that liked the page, invite people out to the Facebook group. Man, you guys are making a difference. Man, it means the world to me and to our church. If you share this message, you share this video, if you invite people out to our church uh, on social media, man, it just means the world to us. It makes a big difference. And so if you can, if you got the courage, you got the faith, man, click that share button. And I just believe God is going to use it in so many ways in this season. Well, it's hard to believe, but this is the sixth week of us being on church online only. And so what that means for me, this is the sixth week I've been preaching into a camera lens. Okay. We went from having 80 people on a dream team serving on Sunday mornings with hundreds of people coming out uh, to a skeleton crew of basically four other people. And so I'm gonna give you a little behind the scenes of what's happening here. I'm not alone. Uh, my wife is over here. Come on, Diane, say something. Woohoo, that's what we got. We got Barry. Come on, Barry. Woo! <laughs> that sounded a lot like Diane. I don't know what's going on there. All right, we got Rob Halford over here. Woo! <laughs> that's like a, an eight percent. I don't know what's going on. He puts all this together on the screens. And we got Jared Taylor right here uh, behind the camera filming. Yep, yep, yep. Yep, yep, yep. So this is the crew, all right? And so, um, man, I need all the help I can get, obviously. Uh, we're at, we just have a good time. And, uh, but with all social distancing and stuff, obviously we're here. It's hard to believe it's six weeks. And I don't know about you, but I got about four weeks in, and like it kind of felt like a little bit like spring break, right? Everybody's having fun, hanging out. Last couple of weeks, man, be like plateaued into the pit a little bit, like a little emotionally um, disoriented, uh, just all over the place. Uh, I don't know about you, my kids were having a great time, and now you're like, man, you're getting on my nerves. We, we're talking about doing one of those, uh, you know, kind of like a neighborhood where we send them out like a foreign exchange program just to your neighbors uh, for like the next month, just kind of get them out of here. It's absolutely crazy in this season. Obviously, you know, our routines are all broken up. Our rhythms of life are all gone. Man, you go to Walmart, man, you can just feel the tension everywhere. A lot of people, but the, the, some of the favorite items are running out. I know we're still looking for toilet paper, wherever that is. Whoever has that, please share that. That's, that'd be amazing uh, today. But for, some, but for some of you guys, um, you know, this turbulent, unfortunately, uh, the stock market's all over the place. Some of you guys have lost a lot of money in retirement. Some of you guys are looking for jobs. I mean, some of you guys are going through a really, really tough season right now. I've talked to so many of you uh, that don't know if you're going to get furloughed. You don't know if you have a job uh, next week. Some of you guys had your dream job and now you don't. Some of you guys are sick or somebody that you're close to is very, very sick. You're concerned. Some of you guys came and see people you love. They're in nursing homes and people you care for. Um, my grandpa, he, uh, he ended up having a heart attack and, and nobody can visit him in the hospital. Some of you guys are walking 
through that season right now in this moment. And so the Talos message is this, man, when you feel anxious, when you feel afraid, when you feel alone, this is for you today. If you're in, if you have those feelings in this season, man, what's going to happen next if fear is paralyzing you? Man, if you feel like you can't make it to the next step, that the walls are closing in, this message is for you. And before we jump in uh, into the scripture, into the Bible, I want to take a minute and just, just pray for you that God's presence and God's power and his promise would fall on you in this moment. So pray with me. Father God, uh, we just stop and just recognize that you're in control of this situation. God, your presence is near. God, in this moment, we're going to draw close to you. And your Bible says you'll draw close to us, God. You give us strength, God. You are hope for us. You're unfailing. You are faithful in every season. And God, you draw close to us, God. You are loving. You're forgiving. And so this in this season, God, just give us your presence. Go and experience you in a real way today. And praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, give some amens. On Just type it in the comments. Give some love. Man, we're going to trust God in this moment today. Man, some of you I, I talked to this week, uh, seriously, you, you are struggling. Uh, you're having meetings and town hall meetings with your work. You might be shifted from warehouse to this or that. You're not sure if you're going to have a job. And you know what? We're in the same boat you are, me and Diane. Uh, not, now, we're not complaining uh, because our life is good. God is good. But we walked through the, this season this last week, uh, like many of you walked through. Uh, Diane, she put in for uh, a different position at work, accepted it, had a start date, and then all of a sudden uh, it is completely gone. It had been wiped off the table, not sure what's going to happen with it uh, in, in that moment, just going, what are we going to do? Um, and then some work she was doing had been given to other people who aren't working. And so she's kind of taken some different uh, different working hours. Things are changing a little bit. And now hospitals saying, hey, we're, we're looking at furloughing. Uh, we're going to talk about next week in a town hall. And so we're like, man, what's going to happen? And I made the mistake of opening my statements from my retirement. They came in from dying to me at the same time, the same day. I, I don't know why I opened that. I shouldn't have opened that. Um, so I read this and all this news came at the same time and everything that was certain is now uncertain. Maybe walk in this season. How can we trust God in this season? Like practically when our marriage is falling apart, when there's tension in the home and we don't know where the future is going to lie. We don't know if we're going to have a job. We don't know how our family members are sick, how things are going to work out. So in this season, maybe the kids are rebelling. Uh, your retirement account that you've worked for for decades is down 30%. Like, how do we trust God in this season? I saw somebody said, how can I trust God if I came and find toilet paper in this season. And I believe anytime life is painful, anytime it's uncertain, anytime there's this moment of trust and fear, I think the best thing we can do is we can slow down and we can get into God's word. We can run to him. And I believe one of the best places that you can run today is the book of Psalms. The book of Psalms is full of God's promises. It's full of God's presence. And I mean, as I read the Psalms, man, it just fills your soul. This does something inside of you. You can't get anywhere else. There's a peace that comes from reading God's scripture. And so today I want to walk through some key verses in Psalms, man, some reminders of who God is today. We've been praying for you to experience God's presence today in this moment. So how do you trust God in this season? There's a verse I want to start out with. It's in Psalm 9, 9. This is David talking. He says this. He says, the Lord is a refuge for the oppressed. He's a refuge for those that are hurting. He's a refuge for us that are alone. Man, God is our refuge today. He's a stronghold in times of trouble. It says, those who know your name trust in you. I love this. Those who know your name, those who know the name of God trust in you. For you, Lord, have never forsaken those who seek you. Man, those who know your name. It makes sense that we would trust somebody we know their name, but we wouldn't trust somebody if we don't know their name. Look what it said. Those who know your name trust in you. So the question this morning is this. What do you call God? 
What name do you use for God? How, how do you know who he is? You might say, what, what's it matter what I call God? And I think when you call somebody by something, it represents your relationship, how intimate you are together, how you know that person. For instance, I call my wife, babe, all the time. Hey, babe, hey, babe. Matter of fact, uh, my three-year-old boy, he, he started saying, babe. Hey, babe. I'm like, no, son, that is not the name you're going to call. It. That's mom to you. That's babe to me, you know? And so I call her baby. Uh, we, we call her holy hottie, uh, spiritual fox. I call her some names that nobody else on earth can call. Uh, because she's my wife and we're intimate together. So I can do that. You know what I'm saying? Amen. Come on, somebody. Uh, maybe maybe you know what I'm talking about there. But uh, for some of you, uh, you call me by different names. Uh, some of you guys call me uh, Seen Petri. If you uh, pass uh, my debit card to somebody, that's the first thing. Petri, Petri, Petri. Obviously, we don't know each other, right? Uh, some of you guys call me Pastor Sean if you know me from church or in the community. Some of you guys call me Sean. Most of my good friends or people I know, that's what they call me. Uh, if, if we're super tight, you call me Petri. Uh, most of my friends, uh, 15, I've had for 15 years from college, high school, they call me Petri. Uh, some people call me dad. If I've read to you a bedtime story, <laughs> which is very little bit about people. All right, snack time for confetti. Come on, somebody. Um, but I've read all these books to my kids. If, if, if I've changed your diaper, you're probably going to call me dad. And when, when you look at the world, how you call somebody something, it changes. It's your relationship. And so often we call God like the big guy in the sky, man, the man upstairs, and we kind of joke around. But I think about Jesus. Jesus called his God, he called him Abba. Uh, it's Aramaic for the word father. He called him Papa. He called him his dad. And for us today, I believe that's what God wants us to do. He wants us to draw close to him in this moment. And uh, what we call him is a reflection of our relationship to him. Look at that verse in verse 9 or chapter 9, verse 10. It says, those who know your name trust in you. I mean, if we know God by name, we're going to trust in him. So today we're going to look at the names of God. We're going to look at the URs in, in the scripture. If we go through the book of Psalms, we're going to pull out some verses and talk about who God is, his qualities, his characteristics, uh, his, his traits, his names, the things that describe who God is intimately. We're going to see who he is on the inside out. We're going to dive through four different things and look at who he is today. So who is God? Look at Psalm twenty-two, nineteen. This is David's prophetic Psalm. It says this, but you, Lord, do not be far from me. You are my strength. Come quickly to help me. The Bible says God is our strength. Matter of fact, the New Testament says in our weakness, God's strength is made perfect. Perfect. I mean, I love this. When your strength comes in, God's strength kicks in. Matter of fact, your weakness is one of your greatest opportunities to experience God's strength in this season. If you feel like you can't move forward and the walls are collapsing in, man, God's strength will pick up behind you. I know I'm speaking to somebody. Somebody's hurting in this season. Somebody's looking to try to pay a bill. Somebody is struggling and God's strength is right behind you. Matter of fact, uh, we used to set up at Real Life Church with the, their trailer system. And uh, there's two cases in particular that are pretty pretty heavy. It's actually turns into like a macho man contest, like who can push it up in the trailer by themselves. And I've, I've seen grown men like Barry stumble and fall. And, and I'm just kidding. <laughs> He's over there smiling. But people trip up on this. They try to they try to roll that thing up by themselves to get three crow up and all of a sudden it stalls out and they slide down or they trip. And one time I remember uh, Tommy, shout out to Tommy, by the way, uh, man, he tried rolling it with that big pipe and drape case and he flew off the side of the trailer, hit the, the wire, holding the cable. And I mean, we, we all thought he was going to end up in the hospital. I'm thinking, hey, there's no work comp claims here, bro. That ain't going to happen. Um, so one time I'm pushing this giant pipe and drape case up the trailer and I'm like, oh, I'm going to handle this by myself. I get about halfway up this thing. It just stalls out. I'm just pushing and pushing and pushing. And all of a sudden it starts moving. I'm like, dude, I've got this. So I get up there and lo and behold, I look up from pushing and there's this giant arm above me from Preston Brook. Come on, somebody. This guy is like an ox and he is pushing. I'm just telling you, maybe some of you are there today, man. Your strength runs out, man. God is going to be there to help push through the rest of this storm, the rest of this season. Man, God has got you in this moment. He is our strength. This is our God today. Man, no thing can look into Psalms and Psalm 31.5. 
It says this, it says, I entrust my spirit into your hand. It says, rescue me, Lord, for you are faithful. God, you are faithful. God is always faithful in this season. I mean, the problem with most things in life is they're not always faithful. People let us down, circumstances fail. I mean, the economy collapses at times. Oftentimes, we can even fail ourselves. but God is always faithful. Matter of fact, in the New Testament, Paul says, even when we're faithless, God is always faithful. I mean, there's so many times in my life, every single day, where I I don't do what I should do, or I don't pursue God, or or I let myself down, or I make a mistake, but God has never failed me. God has never let me down. God is always faithful in every season. God is our strength, and he'll be faithful today. Look at this. There's another you are in scripture, Psalm 65, 5. This is David talking about how good God is. He says, you're faithful. You faithfully answer our prayers with awesome deeds. Oh God, your Savior, you are the hope of everyone on earth, even those who sail on distant seas. God is our hope. I hope you know today our hope is not in finances. Our hope is in our job. It's not in the government. It's not in a person. Our hope isn't in a circumstance around us or in our future. Our hope is in the all-powerful, the one who has created the seas, the one who spoke the world into existence, and his name is Jesus. Our hope has a name, and today we serve the God who created everything that holds the world in the palm of his hand. He spoke everything into existence. This is the God we serve. We are hope filled. I love what Isaiah says. He says, those who hope in the Lord, those who wait on the Lord, renew their strength. They'll mount up on wings of eagles. Man, they'll run and not grow weary. They'll run and not faint. Man, those who know the name of Jesus personally know that God is with them. He is our strength. We know the name of Jesus. Man, there's a comfort that only comes from God. You can't have it anywhere else. There's something that doesn't come from this earth. It only comes from heaven. Man, check out this last, this last characteristic in Psalm 75.1. It says, we thank you, O God. We give thanks because you are near. It says, people everywhere tell of your wonderful deeds. Man, God is near to us today. Man, this might, we we might undersell this all the time. We might forget this all the time, but God is with you right there on your couch, in in the car, in the moment, whatever, in the morning, at night, God is with you. His presence is always near you. Matter of fact, it says in James, it says, those who draw near to God, God will draw near to them. God is in this moment. When you're hurting, God will draw near to you. When When you're feeling like you can't move forward, God is with you. When when you're struggling in this season, you don't feel like you can make it through, God is in the season. Every time God will draw near to you, he is with you. God is not a distant God. He's not out there on some throne waiting for things to happen and see what how this coronavirus works out. No, God is with us. He is always involved. He's not distant. He loves you. He cares for you. He has compassion for you. Somebody needs to hear this today, that God is near you this morning. May God is with you. May God is our strength. He is unfailing. He is, he is always with us. He's our hope in this season. So who do you call God today? What name do you use for God? Why do you respond to him? And I believe in this season, God is just drawing us to himself. Maybe there's some names of God you've never used before. Maybe that name is dad. Maybe that name is savior. Maybe that name is our strength. God is my hope. God is my refuge. Maybe these are words you've never used to describe God, but there's a verse I want to show with you that's so important of why we call God by his name. It's found in Psalm 86, 5. David says three things here. He says, oh Lord, you are so good. Come on, say it. So good. You're so good. You can say this. You guys can say it. So oh, good. There, I love it. There you go. So it's like an old joke, but you guys are so good. God is so good. He says, you're so ready to forgive. You're so full of unfailing love for all who ask for your help. I love this. God isn't just good. He is so good. God is so good. If you look at it again, it says so good. He's so ready to forgive. He's so full of unfailing love for all who ask for your help. I love what Jesus said. Even the unrighteous 
who aren't good gives good gifts to their children, how much more will a heavenly father who is good give good gifts to his kids? God is good. Matter of fact, he's good and he's good all the time. That's why we say God is good all the time, all the time. God is good. When the economy is great, God is good. Uh, when the economy is in, in turmoil and falling apart, God is good. Uh, when you're healthy, God is good. When you're sick, God is good. When you have a job, God is good. Uh, when you don't have a job, God is good. In this season, God is good all of the time. We're just going to trust that he is not just good. He is so good to us. Matter of fact, he doesn't just forgive. He is so ready to forgive. I know for all of you that used to fight on the way to church, you don't have to worry about it anymore. Now, now you can fight as you try to watch this on TV right now. I know last week we were watching, trying to get the kids crowd right after this at 11 o'clock and, um, and these kids were not ready to worship Jesus, but they were going to. I was like, you better get over here and worship Jesus right now, children. You know, we can fight about it. But I love um, that the Bible says that even when we mess up and sin, 1 John 1, 9, uh, that we confess our sin. God is faithful and just, forgives our sins and cleanses us from all unrighteousness. God is so ready to forgive you today. Not only that, he is not just, he is He's not just so ready to forgive you. He's not just loving. He is so loving. I love this. This is my favorite part of this message today, that God is so loving, that he's not going to love you any more for what you do. He's not going to love you any less for what you do. It's not what he does. Love is who he is. He is so, his love is so unfailing today. It's not contingent on our faith. It's, it's on his ability, what he did for us, the finished work of Jesus on the cross. I'm telling you this morning, God loves you so much. Man, do you know God by name? Do you know who he is? Man, do you call him your dad? Is he your strength? Is he your refuge? Is he your hope? Is he near to you today? Is he so good? Is, is, he, is he so forgiving to you? Man, do you feel his presence? Do you remind of who he is today? Look at this last Psalm, the last you are in, in the Psalms of who God is in Psalm 118. It says, you are, check it out, you are my God. You are my God, and I will praise you. You are my God, and I will exalt you. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His faithful, he is faithful love endures forever. Man, some of you guys are gonna walk out of your day and you're gonna be encouraged that you, that God is your God, that you know him personally, that he is in your life. Man, can you say that about God today? Can you do you have that testimony that God is your God and you're gonna stand on that rock? If you're like me, I grew up, I didn't know God's name. Matter of fact, I was 14 years old before I knew the name of Jesus. My friends invited me to Blue Ridge Baptist Temple into this youth group, and I heard the name of Jesus, and it changed my life forever. So one of my friends gave me this Bible, and uh, you can see it's uh, pretty beat up, but some my friends gave me this Bible, and I started to read this Bible. Matter of fact, I started reading through the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and I started realizing who God was, that He is loving, that He loves me, that He, he wants to forgive me that I can relate with him and be restored and changed and I don't have to earn it. I learned about, about grace and mercy. And I also encourage you in this season, I mean, there's all these things we can run to and we can spend our time on, but are we running to the name of Jesus? Are we running to the things of God? Maybe in this season, you need to cry out to God. Maybe in this season, you've just been kind of doing your own strength and you've been oblivious that all around you that God's doing stuff around you. And you're like, man, today I need to cry out to him. Maybe maybe you're mad at God. I would encourage you, just let it loose to God. He's a big boy. He can handle it. I'm convinced that God would rather, rather you be honest with him than walk away from him. Maybe this morning you're alone and God's presence is right here in his word. Maybe you're full of anxiety and stress and your own power and your own strength, but God is going to give you some hope today. I want to encourage you to run to him. You know, I used to think, man, why, why didn't God get my attention earlier? Why in the world did I not know the name of Jesus until I was 14 years old? And uh, when I was cleaning out my, uh, my bookshelf in my room when I went off to college, 
uh, I, I found this book on my shelf and I realized something that God has always been faithful. Matter of fact, I had this little book uh, that was on my shelf. I never really picked it up, didn't really know what it was, but it was just there, just like all these other books, right? That we just kind of threw out there. And I was cleaning this out and I found this and this book is actually, uh, had my name on it. And I, I kind of caught my eye, obviously, and you can read that. That says Hamilton, by the way, Sean Hamilton Petrie. So you can, you can chuckle at that when you want to. Um, but I got this book and uh, so I opened up, I'm like, what in the world is this book? I had no idea this even existed. And so I opened up and I realized uh, that my grandma had given me this Bible in 1995 for Christmas. And I had no idea that this was in my life. I had no idea this was sitting on the shelf feet away from where I slept at night. I had no idea. And I'm just telling you, God was getting my attention long before I paid attention to him. And maybe this morning, maybe today, God has been trying to get your attention. And I believe in this season with all of these stress and all this uncertainty, I think that God is trying to get your attention today. Maybe God is trying to reach out to you and maybe for the first time you begin to realize that God is speaking to you. Matter of fact, uh, on that shelf, I actually found another Bible and uh, it was identical to mine, but it has my brother's name on it. And my brother, he, he doesn't know Jesus. I've been praying for my brother. Matter of fact, that's why I have this Bible. Because one day I'm gonna give it to my brother when he knows Jesus. We've been praying for him. And maybe today, and I believe God has been pursuing him uh, all these years. We're talking 20 years. God has been on pursuit of my brother. I believe God's on pursuit of you today. And maybe this morning, and this has been our prayer the whole time, is that in your weakness, you're gonna realize that God is strong. When you have anxiety and fear, you're gonna realize that God is your hope. Man, when in this uncertain time, you're gonna realize that God is faithful. Man, in this moment where you feel like that God is nowhere to be found, that God is drawing near to you. Man, my prayer this morning is real simple. Do you leave today and you realize that your God, that your God is your God. There's a God that loves you and wants a relationship and you walk out here and say, God, you are my God. I'm gonna follow you. I'm gonna be a part of your story. And I'm just promise you, there's there's pictures of what God has been doing. He's faithful in your life. You're gonna look back at this season and make the fingerprints of God have been all over this story. And so I wanna pray for you this morning, for those of you that are struggling with your faith and you say, you know what, I need more faith today. I wanna to pray for you. Father God, we come before you. God, we pray that we would be faithful in this season to you. God, I know our hope, it can be found all this stuff, but today we put our hope and you because you're always faithful. God, you love us. And this morning, those of us who want to put more trust in you, God, we want to trust you in this season. I've always been wavering. and We can't feel you and we don't see you in this moment. But God, we're going to trust you in this season. God, I pray your church would rise up. Those who are struggling in their faith, God, would be reassured that your presence is here. You're near to us. Now, I'll take a moment as you continue to pray for those of you that are recognizing that God has been pursuing you maybe for a long time. Maybe you recognize today that God has put this in your life and there's some struggles around you and God is speaking today and he wants a relationship with you. We believe God, the Bible says that God is so loving. Matter of fact, he sent his son Jesus to die on a cross because he loved you. The Bible says that anybody who calls the name of Jesus will be saved and made new. Today, I wanna to invite you to know Jesus, the God that took our sin on the cross, that loves us no more, no less. There's nothing you can do to be too far from God. And so today, I wanna invite you to put your faith in Jesus. Maybe the first time you've been to recognize that God has been writing your story, and today you need to surrender your life to him. So I wanna invite you to put your faith in Jesus. And if that's you, to say yes to him, yes to forgiveness. I want you to pray this prayer. Father God, thank you so much for sending Jesus. May I see your fingerprints all over my past. I know you've been writing my story. I've been running for you, but today I want to come home. I want, I want to have your strength in my life. God, I've come to end of myself on the beginning of you. God, I want you to change from the inside out. Thank you for sending your son to down the cross. God, make me new. Change me. God, I want to serve you. I serve my life to you today. And I pray this in Jesus' name. 
Amen. Come on, everybody. Man, I'm excited. Give it up for those who accepted Christ. Give some love. Give some likes. And I want to encourage you, man, when you invite people and share the good news of Jesus by sharing this on social media, by inviting your friends out to all the stuff we're doing, man, you're planting these seeds of God getting people's attention. And God will use your life just like my grandma put this on my shelf, just like somebody invited me to church. You can play that part in somebody else's life today. And I want to encourage you, if you made that decision today to trust in Jesus, to reconnect with him, maybe after a long time, um, that prayer you just prayed, it's not the end of a journey, but it is the beginning of an amazing journey in steps with Jesus. And so um, you can take that next step. Let me encourage you, text RLNEXT to 97000. It's going to connect you with an incredible part of our website, resources on the Bible app, share your story with us. You want to take that step today. And let me take a moment just to also encourage you, if you're new with us now, if you join us for the the first time on Easter or today, or you've been watching for a little while, you've been here on the six-week journey and you haven't yet connected to a life group, you have got to get into a life group. We were just talking earlier about how cool it's been that throughout this season, every week we're seeing new people connect to our group. It's so cool to see new faces and, you know, just jumping right in and getting connected with each other, being able to share each other's struggles, praying for each other throughout the week, saying, oh man, God's done this, or I really need you guys in this moment. Um, we've had some families, you know, who were quarantined with medical issues that joined our group. We've had some, you know, couples who we've been talking with and inviting out and just going, man, we've been in, you know, a season of struggle with our marriage, a season of struggle with, you know, who is God and where do we fall in with the church saying, you know what, I'm going to try this out. And so I've just been so encouraged. I've also want to encourage you. I've seen some of our life group leaders posting on Facebook saying, hey, it's not too late. Come out tonight. Be a part of this group. And let me encourage all of you. We used to say in youth ministry, it wasn't just, oh, invite somebody. We would call it a bring invitation. So don't just invite invite somebody to your life group, but bring them along. Hey, I'm logging in right now. Let's do it together. Help it to not be weird. But once you get in there, you're looking everybody face to face, you're praying, connecting. It's just an incredible time because what we really need in this season is connection. And really right now in life is so important. It's not as much what are we doing, but it's who are we doing it with. And life group is your way to link arms, to connect with the body, and to really just be encouraged. It's the most encouraging part of my week to see all the people in my group, pray for them, be there with each other, laugh, and we just have a great time. So I want to encourage you to join a life group. Yeah, I honestly believe you'll be surprised in a good way. Um, oftentimes we're just a little nervous to jump in and we've contacted so many people. And if you guys run Facebooks for life groups and, and you're on a Facebook uh, group for life group, man, invite somebody out. Uh, we've had so many people just join because we just send them an invitation. They don't even know about it. And the fact that you want them there um, just draws them in. And honestly, we, we just people love, love coming out. Like you said, there's people struggling, uh, need connection, people with their marriages, uh, people uh, maybe with different addictions or just uh, lonely or just need some help. And so this season is really the best time to invite somebody. So I encourage you to do that. Uh, some of the stuff that's happening across our city this week, how you guys are making a difference. Um, it's just been absolutely incredible to see what God's doing. And one of the things I, I wanna encourage you guys to be a part of um, is that we're, we're partnering up with the, the Belden Foundation to meet the needs in the community. Uh, they're feeding uh, kids on the weekends and they're basically short on food and donations. And so uh, we're stepping up in a big way. I'm not exactly sure uh, how much we're gonna give, but we're giving a, a large amount of money to them. And we're also gonna help putting food out and different things. And so I encourage you to give here. You're making a difference with that. Uh, we've helped those in need this week. We did something really cool. Um, we emptied our trailers uh, weeks ago, anticipation of the needs happening. So we pulled out all our hand sanitizer, uh, all our wipes, uh, all the, the snack food, all that stuff. So we delivered all the um, the hand sanitizer um, and different wipes and stuff to the nursing homes here in the city this week. And we're bringing all of the snacks and all the different stuff out of those cases um, over to the Bellin Foundation to feed kids on the weekends. 
Um, there's just two little things that we've been doing. Uh, one other thing you guys can do is we got our Give Hope boxes uh, still going out. We got a couple hundred of these that we still want to hit the streets with. And so if you need those, um, man, let us know. Uh, you'll see it's in our emails and just or even put a comment on there. We'll get you connected with the box. But these go out to your neighbors and uh, we've had so much positive feedback about that. And uh, so I would encourage you, man, get a box. I know people are a little sketchy, like, oh, if I get a box, but I mean, you check your mail, you get Amazon, you go to Walmart, have your normal deal stuff, just deal with it. But uh, this is a good way to bring hope to somebody. Just a good reminder, like we're gonna be neighbors to people. Like if you don't know your neighbors, this is a good chance to know your neighbors and make a difference. I wanna say thank you guys who've donated to the COVID-19 relief fund. Uh, it is making a difference. There's so many people who need help in this season. And I believe as we give away what God's given to us, I know it's a high cost, but today it's a high calling. And so if you can be generous with your donations, it makes an eternal impact. So I encourage you to be a part of generosity here at our church. Just the ways you can give, you can give online at reallifechurchkc.com. Uh, you can text to give any amount to 84321, or you can mail it in. You can go to our website, find the address, and send it to our PO box. But I want to encourage you guys to be faithful in the season because God's doing something. And we're going to look back and be proud of how we responded in this season because we're running to the front line. We're the light of the world as the church. And I believe God is going to use us and use you to make a difference. And we're going to worship Jesus one more time. And so, come on, let's just lift our hearts and our hands to him. And uh, let's just give God some praise for all he's doing. Come on, guys. We come together Strangers of generations of every nation of kingdom come so don't let your heart be troubled hold your head up I don't feel evil you fix your eyes on this one truth God is madly in love with you So take courage, hold on, be strong Remember where I am, come to run Come on, let's sing Jesus Is in his blood. Oh, we sing, Jesus, the light of heaven, a friend forever, his kingdom come. So don't let your heart be in trouble. Hold it up, I don't fear no evil. Your eyes on this one truth. God is madly in love with you. So take courage, hold on, be strong. Remember where I am, cause for all we say.
all you heavens let the praise go up as the walls come down all creation everything with breath repeat the sound all his children clean hands pure hearts good grace good god his name is jesus swinging wild all you heavens let the praise go up as the walls come down all creation everything with breath repeat the sound all the children clean and spirit arts good grace good god his name is jesus swing wide swing wide all you heavens let the praise go up as the walls come down all creation everything with breath repeat the sound all the children clean and spirit arts good grace good god his name is Jesus. Come on, what's his name? Sing Jesus. Jesus, our redemption, our salvation is in his blood. We sing. Jesus, heart of heaven, a friend forever. His kingdom come. Pastor Sean, thank you for that good word. It is it's just so awesome to recognize that God is good all the time. As I was listening to his message, it reminded me of a book I just finished about a guy that took a bike ride from Oregon all the way to Patagonia. And the guy took the journey for several reasons. It was to find himself, to challenge himself. But the words that Sean was talking about reminded me of the times this guy faced. There was many times where he was alone. He was anxious. He was afraid. And in that time, he wasn't looking for the challenge anymore. He wasn't looking to just define himself. He was looking for hope. And so maybe you're on your life journey right now. I want you to know that hope has his name. His name is Jesus. So if you're looking for hope for any reasons, I want to encourage you to text RL Hope to 97,000. And we would love to connect with you and give you the hope that God has for you. So I want to invite everybody right now, especially if you have kids, join us here in a few short minutes at 11 o'clock for the Real Life Kids program. There's gonna be just an awesome time for them. There's gonna be a message and activities that are directed from them. They will love it. They're gonna be excited about it. So don't miss that at 11. So I wanna thank you guys again for joining us online today. And I wanna encourage you guys to always remember this. Whoever finds Jesus discovers real life and purpose. This is the end of this podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it. If you have, be sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss another inspirational podcast. For more great content and updates, visit reallifechurchkc.com.